everybody. This is the Fathom Family Podcast with Pastor Kyle and Taryn Nelson. Their heart for marriages and families is that nobody would feel alone in the ways that they're growing. If you or your spouse is somebody who would prefer to watch instead of listen, you can head on over to our YouTube channel and you'll see a playlist dedicated to all of this content right there. It's our prayer that you're going to find this is a great way to start thinking about your marriage and family relationships, and it'll be a launching point for these kinds of conversations in your own home. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to be back with you today on the Fathom Family Podcast. Welcome back. Yeah. Excited to keep talking life and parenting and yeah. really care. Yeah, it really is. Character qualities that we think are so important to raise up in our kids mm-hmm. in this next generation. And yeah, um, yeah looking forward to talking. Uh, one that's really been huge in our life. It really changed. Yeah, it's tra- really changed my life. Yeah, it really did. So we're going we're gonna to talk today <laughs> about um, raising grateful and content kids grateful and content yeah. so some of these we've been talking about are like intent a little bit in tension with one another like mm-hmm. resilience almost opposites and vulnerability yeah. um but these are man these are working together contentment mm-hmm. and gratitude um and grateful kids and so yeah we're uh, excited to unpack this a little bit yeah so um whenever you're talking about gratefulness and being content like we look at culture which is opposite of what scripture says and um one thing that we notice is a huge issue today is entitlement. Can you just even hearing that word, do you, I'm sure you recognize it wherever you go. It's literally I, from the oldest to the youngest. I read an article a while back that was talking about um, this. They were in a um, uh, like an interview process with a bunch of millennials. And they had like a, a company that was interviewing all these I don't even think it was millennials. I think it was like the the next gen, whatever, whatever the generation is after that Z or whatever. And so they're interviewing all these kids fresh out of college, and um, you know, preparing them for the, you know, to work at this company. And um, that this the guy this guy gets up to in front of all these um, prospects and says, um, so the person who interviewed you, she said there is one word. Um, with, that starts with an E that really um, defined all of you and uh, and your generation. Mm. Um, can you can you guess what that word would be? And and they were like uh, energetic and excellent. Um, uh, <laughs> it, you know, entrepreneurial and right, right. you know, um, they started just naming off these different were eclectic and different things, and none of them got it right. They didn't see it in themselves, yeah, but they were wow. incredibly, it was entitled, it was, they were entitled. And the reality is we, our kids are like, this is so normal for them. It's like the air they breathe because it's all the kids that are around and mm-hmm. the culture we live in is feeding them this, mm-hmm. but it's feeding us too. It and sure is. we don't even realize it, mm-hmm. but it's in us too. And so as much as we need to get this in them. That's right. It's got to start in us <laughs> first. You know what I just thought of? In one of our earlier episodes, you said you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. And as you were saying, it's in us too. I'm like, you got to check yourself before, <laughs> before you wreck yourself. That's like such a 1990s <laughs> thing, isn't totally, it? Totally, but yeah. it's, it works right now. Right, so. right. And so you can see entitlement in our culture 
and then our kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, they want a cell phone because everybody else has a cell phone. Right. They want this type of car, or this type of phone or watch because this, you know, everybody else has right. it. Um, and they don't want to work for it. I'm the only one who doesn't have Right. It. I'm the only one. They're such a victim. <laughs> right. Um, so th- there, there's five signs of entitlement we want to give you today that you mm-hmm. can kind of recognize and hear this in your in yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as your kids, and and help you lean into speaking to those. You want to? Can we have the? Me? Can I? We have fun with the first one. Yeah. Okay. So no, I'm don't say, no, don't. I'm gonna say something, and you have to fill in the blank. Ready? Okay. I want it all. See, no. I want it all. I knew you were gonna sing, and I want it now. Yeah, it works. Yeah. See, see I knew. So the first sign of entitlement is I want it now. Yeah, our kids have gone around. There's like commercials with that song, uh-huh. and our kids have run around the house singing that yeah. I want it all. I want it all, and I want it now. They don't even hear it. That they're actually they're being, being programmed for this. I want it. I want it right now. now. Um, the next one is I don't want to work for it. Like I don't. I want that promotion. I mean, and can, I don't before we get to it. the I don't want to work for it. I mean, just on the I want it now thing. Everything is buy now feature, mm-hmm. right? Amazon added this like add to cart or buy now. It's like a one swipe. Mm-hmm. I want it now. It's just so much work to add to cart and Ugh. then click buy. Oh. <laughs> so rough, <Ugh>. right? Entitled. <laughs> So entitled. So, so much. I We're going to be calling each other out all over the place after this airs. Yeah. Um, I'll say, ooh, that's the third five of the five signs of entitlement. Right. There you go. <laughs> the second one, like you said, is I don't want to work for it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just like people – and I'm not even saying it's a certain age demographic because I should say me, you know, before anybody else. But like – People want to have something now, but then they also say, well, I've been here for two weeks. I should get a raise or I should get a promotion or they, they haven't even noticed me showing up early for three minutes. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, well, that's your job. I don't want to work. For right. This, you know, and honestly, we talked about it in another episode where they're so flighty, like our culture now is so flighty that if they do have to work for it, gone. Like, and I think so much with this, this gratitude and contentment one has so much to do with our relationship with money Mm -hmm. um and so we'll unpack that a little bit more each time but when it comes to i don't want to work for i mean think about credit cards yeah right we're purchasing it elisha what are you doing (laughs) our daughter is climbing what are you doing we are in our house so what are you doing (laughs) seriously (laughs) you're so cute (laughs) Go under, but don't come back, okay? Yeah, Ooh. the camera's shaking now. What are you doing? Like, keep moving. <laughs> we this love is, you. Um, this is real life right We here. love you. Get out. <laughs> You're right now. So, this is real She's smiling life. and waving she at me. She ran out of snacks. Is what she ran happened. out of snacks. Okay. Okay, so, so I want it now. I want it now, but I was going to say. I don't want to work for it. Yeah, I don't want to work for it. Like putting things on credit card, right? Buy now, pay later, which means I don't have money for it right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, I want it in my hand right now. It's fed that culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's keep going. I'm, All right, I'm number three, I don't have time. to clean up my mess. Like, that's even toddler. Like, I'm a two-year-old preschool teacher, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that it starts then. We we don't want to clean up our mess. So uh, teaching uh-huh. that is cutting off like, this entitlement. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real a real thing. Um, number four, I want it because everyone else has it. Yeah. Like, All my friends have it. That's it. Yeah, so we do that as adults too. I deserve it. We noticed the people across the street got a new fence. 
Yeah. Like, we deserve a new mm-hmm. fence. I know. We deserve to not have fence panels out. <laughs> oh, man, we have so many fence panels. We out. really do. We, we, we really do. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is, I expect you to fix all my problems. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's think about that cycle. One. Think about that one politically, like just expecting everybody else or the government, like they got to fix mm-hmm. everything for us. And I it's like. I want to be involved, but I want you to fix it and make it better. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an entitlement issue. Yeah. So let's talk scripture. Let's get out of that. Yeah, Cause like, out yeah, of the there. cultural let's stuff. Get out of there. Let's talk scripture. Um, you want to read them? Yeah, sure. In first Thessalonians chapter five, verse 18, it says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I mean, you know, being content and talking about this entitlement stuff, it's like, it's gotta be, reversed with or it's got to be fought with with gratefulness when we talk about um, when we thanks when we talked about hey this was huge in our life and in our home the in all circumstances thing it was in really difficult seasons mm-hmm. that gratitude really i mean it was very lonely seasons very hard seasons mm-hmm. seasons where we wondered what the heck are you doing god yeah you know what are you doing here? Is anything we're doing working? Yeah. Um, we ever going to, you know, have success? Right. It was in those seasons. Where we were learning that gratitude is so powerful there. Yeah. You, and, and just beginning to thank God for all the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, and because not just the big things. Because we don't notice them. Yeah, we unless don't. Unless you begin to foster this. I love that verse. It says, this is God's will for your life. This is part of his will in your life is for you to have a grateful Mm -hmm. spirit. And that includes you raising your kids like that too. Yeah. And I mean, when we are so grateful for things out loud, our kids are going to hear that. You know, Ephesians 520 says, always giving thanks to God, the father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Always. Like that's mm-hmm. again, like even, no matter if it's good or bad, like just give thanks to God. Yeah. Um, Philippians four thirteen. This is um, talking about in like in context. It's talking about I can. I've learned to be content with. He said, I've had a lot and I've had not much. Yeah. And we love to quote this one, but we quote it way out of context because Paul is yeah. talking about contentment, contentment. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It's strength that says. I, I know what it is to live in plenty and, and to live in want and, and really yeah, and, needing, you know, other yeah. things in my life. And when our mind and our heart is set on contentment, it's just God can do so many things through us. Yeah. Um, Isaiah 26, 3. I love this one. It says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Yeah. It's contentment. It's gratitude. It's both of these things working together to foster this character trait in our kids that no matter what, like I'm going to be grateful because somewhere there's another child across the world or even across the street that is praying for what I have. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we look at our stuff like, Oh, I wish I could just have this or yeah. that. And there's people praying for what you have. I remember this, this story, it, um, a little short story. It was um, called the house with the golden windowsill. Oh yeah. I remember you telling me that. And it was, um, I'll, it's been so long since I've heard the story. I just thought about it right now. Um, but 
it's of this little girl who looks out her window every day, or little boy, I don't even remember, who looks out his window every day and, and sees this house over the way that he just thinks is amazing. It's a house with a golden windowsill. And he just dreams of going and having a house like this, that the yeah. wind, even the windowsills are, are golden. Gold. <laughs> and he sees this from far away. And and um, he looks at it for years and years and all while he's growing up. And, and uh, um, eventually he's... Um, decides he's gonna go and see this house and so he goes down there um, and you know he, he sees that there's the, the windowsills like the closer he gets to realize like yeah. where's this house he cannot find it like he, he just keeps looking and keeps looking mm-hmm. he's like it has golden windowsills and that's his cue he's looking for it yeah. and every house he looks at doesn't have golden windowsills so he's like I know that's not the house and he goes back home and um and later, um, he after he's home, days later, um, a man arrives on his door and knocks um, on his door, or a, a boy his age comes and knocks on the, the his door, and he's asked. He says, "Hey, have you seen the house with the the golden window sills?" Mm-hmm. And because that man was looking, and it was just the the, the sun reflecting on his windowsill but he that they were looking at his house like it was the one with golden window sills, mm-hmm. and they. He was looking at somebody else. So it's just kind of the grass yeah. isn't always greener. Like enjoy yeah. where you're at story. But so good. anyway, be grateful for what you have. Let's kind of talk practically. Let's break down and stuff. Real simple here on our role as parents in raising grateful and content mm-hmm. kids. Two things. Walk the walk and talk the talk. Yeah, that's it. Walk the walk. So let's talk walk the walk, right? First is just leading out of your own contentment. And gratitude, mm-hmm. like really begin to practice this in your life, in your prayer life, mm-hmm. maybe even journaling it, writing down some things. That's yeah. part of the talking the talk side of that. But yeah, um, don't just become like a factory for handouts in your house. Like make your kids mm-hmm. work for what they have and help them earn things. Yeah, help them learn the discipline of saving and and the enjoyment of getting to buy something that they earn, that they raise the money for. Yeah, you know? put them kids to work. Put some <laughs> chores in the house. Like get that chore list going. It's good. It's raising grateful kids, content yeah. kids, knowing mm-hmm. what it is to work for something. Like even if you can afford to buy your teenager um, a brand new Mercedes or what brand new whatever car, like make them work for it, make them have a stake for it. And just because you can't afford to, you know, buy them a Mercedes, don't. Yeah, you're not teaching them anything. Yeah, yeah. teach them something. It's a huge opportunity yeah. we have in big moments like this, or even smaller moments, buying the like a big Lego set. Like let them yeah. save up if they really want it. That's important. They're learning to I'll be never grateful. Forget I my first say. car. My dad said you. You raise the first thousand, and then we'll talk. And I got my 1988 Honda Accord, and I named her Ethel because I thought, oh, she's so old. But I was so proud of her because I worked so hard for that $1,000. When it comes to walking the walk, another thing that we found really helpful in our life that we've practiced Mm -hmm. is we practice simplicity. Um, and, uh, actually someone said to you the other day, like, oh, we know like you're super minimalist minimalist, and we're like, like, oh, I wish I was a minimalist. We're, we're trying to be a little bit more so, but we regularly clean out our closets mm-hmm. and it's not because we're buying more things. We're actually pruning down and we live in an old home with very tiny closets, which, you yeah. know, some people would never even dream of buying a house like this because the closets are so yeah. small, but we actually find it to be a great blessing for us to pursue yeah. a, life, a life of simplicity mm-hmm. and to be content with actually having yeah. having less. Yeah, and it, it makes you just look at stuff differently. Like 
quality over quantity. Yeah. And we don't need, need, need. That's a real important thing that can really free you is like more stuff does not make you happier. No, that's not contentment. Yeah, it's not contentment. And and we are big on that quality over quantity thing. You know, we'll we'll buy one something that lasts longer. We'll buy one pair of nice jeans as opposed to a a pair of jeans that are gonna get worn out every single three months. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. We'll we'll, we're more likely to do that. For sure. And when it comes to walking the walk, I also think biblical stewardship, as I said alluded to before, I think is a huge part of gratitude and contentment, understanding that the earth is the Lord and everything in it mm-hmm. is the Lord's and everything in it, Psalm 24, 1, and that we're stewards it of his. It all belongs to him. It all belongs, it all to, belongs him, to him, right? And so everything he's given me, I'm grateful mm-hmm. for it. it. It gets me, that just gets me out of the mindset of I need more, I got to do all this. No, it's actually all his. Yeah. And I've been entrusted as a steward and I want to be faithful with what he's entrusted to me. Uh, and that, and I think even more so with trusting him with the 10%, like mm-hmm. it's a, it's saying, God, I trust you. It's a reminder, a regular Absolutely. reminder. Every time there's a paycheck, every time there's income, God, the first is yours because it's all yours. It's, yours. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so walking the walk is and huge. And then whenever we do give that mm-hmm. and it just, as God provides, like Sometimes we're like, I don't even know how that happens. The numbers don't even add up. Mm-hmm. And God just provided that for us. And then it's cyclical because you turn around and you're so grateful. Yeah. Like it just, it helps you have. Practicing that over yeah, time. So it, it changes your soul. So it really does. walk the walk. And then the second role that we have is talk the talk. Like when you're driving down the road, when you're, you know, with your family, Talk about what you're grateful for. Isn't that what Deuteronomy chapter 6 yeah, says? says? Yeah, yeah, when you're on the road, it's, yeah. it's just beautiful. Like, yeah, love the Lord God all your heart. And then t- train the, your children in mm-hmm. this way. And uh, as you walk along the road, and as you drive in the car, yeah. as you're doing the bath at yeah. night, whatever that all might the, look like. All of the, just the main like daily things that we do all the time. Like, man, I'm so grateful for this weather. Yeah. Like, And a lot of times I think we... Th- oh, that's not a big deal, so I'm not going to say it out loud, but, like, I'm so grateful that you just took the trash out. Like, I'm. thank you so much for helping me, I don't know, fold the socks, mm. you know, and that's, okay, Mom, what's the big deal? Well, but I'm grateful for that, you know, and so... I, I think we're always looking for, like, conversation starters with our kids. Yeah. You know, the older they get, like, we can have real conversations. Mm-hmm. As you're riding the bike, hey, what are, you, what are you grateful for? Yeah. And even if it, like, takes them a while and they give you, like, um the air, the sky, like, what you know, they give you one of those, like, preteen answers. Um, it gets them thinking. It gets them thinking. And it's, again, it's talking that talk. It, it's talking gratitude. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, whenever we talked about this earlier, how it changed our lives, and another, like, talking about it is awesome and necessary. But I created this gratitude journal in our house. And um, I haven't been as good about it lately, writing down every day. But man, those first few months, I wrote like 10 or 20 things a day that I was grateful for. And it it literally turned my day upside down. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like dreading something or whatever. And then I would start just listing all of these things I'm gra- grateful for. It changed my life. And and we talked about in previous episodes on like anxiety. And it's been proven that gratitude curbs anxiety. It actually like lowers our cortisol it, yeah 
levels of stress and anxiety yeah, so by twenty three percent or twenty three or twenty five percent, something like yeah. that. So whatever it is, it's a significant amount. It's making yeah. a difference in our life. So anyway, talking the talk, I, I think another few things here is setting a budget and sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Like actually, like talk it out. Follow like, it. <laughs> hey, we're only going to spend this much on this, mm-hmm. and we're not going over it. Or if hey. You're going to give your kid something, but hey, this is all you have, and I'm not going to go over it. I'm going to set that, but and I'm going to stick to it. Mm-hmm. We're living within our means. We're practicing contentment um, and not pushing beyond that constantly, which is hard to do, you know? So like, hard. Um, and, and so uh, we think it's really important to, yeah. to set that budget. Another thing that I think is so important, the scripture literally says that the power of life and death is in your tongue. And so talking about or using the words need and want correctly mm. in your house. Like yes, the power of like, I need that. No, you, you actually don't need that. You want that, mm. you know, right. and don't do it in like a sassy way. Like I just did, but like, no, but actually you don't need that. Like, I'm pretty sure we've corrected each other on that. Say in recent, to myself, yeah. like, I don't need that. I don't yeah. need that at all. Actually. Right. I just really want it. And but so, it's what we talk yeah, yeah. So talking and the so talk, it's what we you think. really have to use those words correctly. Yeah, um, and get it down deep because a lot of times that buy now is so easy, mm-hmm. and we find ourselves in this hole of discontentment. And yeah, nope, you don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. One thing that we do every I mean, we we go up and pray with our kids, you know, often around their bed, and um, a lot of times we say, hey, what do you want to pray about? And they'll say prayer needs, you know, daddy's boo-boo or, or you know, whatever um, situations going on that they want to pray about. But we've really been like, hey, what are you thankful for? Yeah. What do you want to thank God for? Mm-hmm. And so making sure that's leading the way, yeah, closing the way, mm-hmm. that there's there's that praise time, that gratitude time in our prayer. Yeah, not just ask, ask, ask. Absolutely. Um, and then the last thing we would say is just say no. Just tell yourself, nope, you nope. can't have that. Sorry. <laughs> even even if when you can say yes, say no. Yeah. Because it's it, it's doing something in your soul. It's being content with what I have. Mm-hmm. I actually don't need it. You don't need it. We can actually say no to things. Yeah. It's so powerful. And wow, it teaches you for sure the definition of need and want. We have friends. Um, and one, we have friends. Like, so good to So hear. I have this friend. No, uh, we have a couple friends. Why is that so hard for me to say? Anyways. Friends of ours, they're a couple. Mm-hmm. The guy in the couple one year said, I'm not buying anything for myself for a whole year. And like he included like white undershirts, like nothing, no socks, no underwear, no nothing. And I remember when he said that to us, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, the more the time went on, the less I was even thinking about it. Yeah. And so challenge yourself to just say no. Yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. So we got to... Talk the talk and walk, walk the walk when it comes to raising grateful and content kids. And let's be real, uh, we need this message probably yes, more than they yes, do. Yes. Um, but when we begin to get it in us, then mm-hmm. we can lead out of that place yeah. um, as we lead them. So, so hope that's helpful for you in this season as you raise your youngins. Yes, sir. And uh, we're going to go feed our some snacks now. So, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,